Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to an episode of Frank's Unsolicited Advice. There's no music today. No music today. Um, today I decided to record in spont- spontaneous fashion because I have a lot going on in my life. And, you know, sometimes it gets real thick to cut through. And I'm human like anybody else. So I feel at times different things. I feel like sometimes the world is closing in. No, I'm not suicidal or anything like that. I just, I'm human. And today what I want to talk about is, it's a general topic. There's no specific title. It's not something that, you know, uh, that I just thought of. I mean, well, it's, not, it's something I just thought of, but it's not like a specific title, like don't let the devil win or, you know, Father's Day or something like that. It's more of a, a, a situation, a situation that I feel we all deal with, right? Some of us in life, we deal with certain things differently. We all take on certain situations differently. Uh, some of us deal with guilt in a very destructive manner. Some of us deal with guilt with deflection. Some of us deal with depression one way. Others deal with other ways, happiness, and so forth and so forth. And today, I decided to open up to my fans and my family and friends who follow because sometimes the perfect healing is through teaching. Sometimes the way of healing your soul and your body and your mind is through telling your story. So hopefully the next person that's going through it can not have to go through what you go through or, or deal with what you deal with. I'm not going to go into details as far as where I'm at. Just know that for me, anybody that knows me, that whenever I feel the way I feel and look the way I look right now, it's not. I'm not upset about a, a game. I'm not upset about a, a a car. I'm not upset about uh, certain things that don't matter. I'm upset. Uh, what's normally bothering me when I'm like this is my family, my home. I'm big on home. I'm big on my home being a certain way. I'm big on me and my wife being in a certain environment. Me and my kids, and because that's everything to me. Um, I grew up. If you've been watching my podcast and listening since I started this, I grew up in a home where family is everything. Where my parents are still married, about 44 years of marriage, going on 45. Me and my sister grew up in the same household. My older sister grew up with her mom, but still we had a relationship. I grew up in a household where love was conquering all. Hurt, pain, deception, uh, betrayal, it didn't matter. In my house, my mom and my dad taught that if you love each other and you love someone, that that's all that matters because it's going to conquer all. Because that's what God said is to love each other. So I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to go into details. What I am going to say is this, that sometimes in life, we are going to go through things and we're going to want answers. And notice the key word I said is wants answers. We're going to want certain things. But that doesn't mean that we're going to get what we want. Sometimes we get what we need. But the reason we don't realize it is what we need is because it's not what we want. It's not the clothes we want. It's not the ants we want. It's not the resolve we want. We want, as humans, we want things that are going to make us feel better and understanding and so forth and so forth. But sometimes in life, sometimes in life, the want and the need are two different things. Sometimes in life, you have to listen to the person that's telling you their truth because that's their truth. And who are we to negate that, tell them it's wrong and it's not right? When at the end of the day, a person's truth is all they have. Now, 
to get more spiritual at the end of the day, I can tell you my truth and it could be a lie, but who am I only lying to myself? Because God, if you believe in a higher power, Allah, God, whatever, they know already that you're lying about where you're at. So the only person you're hurting and the only person you lying to is yourself when you don't tell the truth. So that's why I always tell people it's my truth. When something I say something, it's my truth. It doesn't change. It doesn't change. It still the same. I can tell the story over and over again, intoxicated, sober, uh, half sleep, wide awake. It doesn't matter. The story is going to be the same because it's my truth. But when you couple that and you say, I'm hurt and I want to know why, I want to know this, I want to know that. Well, guess what? Sometimes when you're hurt and sometimes when you're thinking already, you may have an assumption of what's already there and what what is what, what is the truth without knowing the truth, no matter what the other person said, it's going to be what you already thought it to be. It's like when people say, you go looking for something, you're going to find it. Good or bad, you're going to find it. So some people don't go looking for stuff because they don't want to find it. Well, that's the same thing in a relationship or in a conversation or in a disagreement or something like that. When we go wanting answers, we want certain answers that are going to appease or make us feel better. But if we're not already, if we go into a conversation, into a situation, into an altercation, into whatever we're dealing with, with our mind already pre-made up as to what took place, what didn't take place, what was said, what, did, what wasn't said, and what truly happened, no matter what the other parties say, and I say parties because sometimes more than one person is not going to matter. Right? I recorded a podcast where I said, hey, don't let the devil win. And I'm here to tell you people, man, the devil has been busy. Man, this dude is working overtime, over time with me. And I'm going to tell you something. I ain't never relied on my faith as much as I've been relying on it these couple of days. And the reason is before I ran from it, my testimony is, ah, I, you know, I didn't pay attention. I didn't want to see what was there. Um, I survived many things, a gunshot wound, open heart surgery, and guess what? I'm still here. COVID three or four times. I have friends that's died for less, and I'm still here. And I always ran from that divine intervention. I always ran from the fact that maybe there's a bigger calling from God to me. And, and yesterday, something took place where I prayed in the morning. And God showed me later on. And people is one of the first time that's happened. Well, I've prayed about something and later on it was shown. And I have no way, you know, I, I you know, to me, I'm still trying to figure out why he exposed what he exposed to me. And I can't question him for doing that. I've got to follow on faith why he did it. And, you know, when I prayed to him yesterday morning, I said, Lord, I just asked for strength, strength power, control, will, how to control my tongue if something happens, not to blow up like I normally do. Control my anger so I'm not speaking from anger, I'm speaking with love. Be truthful in a sense to where I'm being open but not compromising who I am, you know? And not be scared of the outcome. So I say that because Again, like I said, beginning, sometimes when we want something, we don't get what we want, we get what we need. And like I said, sometimes those two go together, sometimes they don't. 
But that doesn't mean that the answer given isn't the right answer. It just means that that's not what we want to hear. And sometimes we're just not going to get that, that closure. So when God showed me what he wanted to show me yesterday, I didn't know how to feel. Sense of anger was there. Uh, sense of betrayal in a sense. A sense of numbness. A sense of worry. Um, because at the end of the day, if you care for someone, no matter what happens, you have to be worried about them. You want to care for their well-being. Uh, one thing that I've learned when I got rebaptized and just going through the studies and just trying to change my way of seeing things is that you have to forgive those that hurt you, not for them, but for you. So you don't carry the guilt inside of you or you don't carry that anger and that hurt. Because if you're a Christian, it says you can't be good with God if you're not good with his children. So if I have animosity towards someone that's who's one of God's children, then I'm not good with him. So I try my best to always let things go because I don't want to feel that pain. I don't want to feel that unsettlement inside of me where I'm not good with God. And he's been good to me. Relationships in life are very complicated at times. You know, some people go through life with no pain, no trauma, no nothing. It's just what it is. Their life is simple. It's pretty good. Some of us do have some trauma, some pain that we face because life is what it is. I grew up real fast. Had a kid at 17. Oh. Hurt people along the way. Hurt my wife. Uh, other people, you know, because of my own lack of recognizing that, hey, I need help. My lack of, of, of acknowledging that I'm not there. I'm not all there. You know, sometimes we, we walk around like there's nothing wrong with us. Sometimes we walk around like everything's fine. And again, like I said, God knows all. So at the end of the day, we're, we're not only lying to ourselves, we're lying to him, but he knows it. So we're not really lying. It's like, yo, you're playing yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself, like DJ Khaled once said. And, and as we go through the motions, until we face the pain and the hurt, or we face what we're going through, we're not going to heal from it. Because avoidance is real. If I avoid a situation, I don't have to deal with that situation. That's not technically healing from a situation. Sometimes healing from a situation is facing those situations. Now, granted, I'm not going to say if you're a recovering addict, let's say if heroin was your choice of drug to go throw yourself in the heroin house and see if you could survive. No, that, that's, that's a different type of healing, a different type of everything that's just, uh, I wouldn't recommend it. But there's certain trauma that you can face head on and be okay with it. Because it's not a substance thing. It's not a, 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 it's something intangible. Something that happened and you're feeling insecurities. You're feeling anger. You're feeling hurt. You're feeling protected. You feel like I'm not going to be that victim again. I'm not going to fall in that situation again. And you build these walls. But avoiding a situation isn't going to help you. If anything, it's just hindering. Because you can only avoid something for so long before you run into it again. Right? You could only avoid 
X, Y, and Z for so long before you actually bump into X, Y, and Z or you find out what X, Y, and Z is. And truth be told, avoidance is not really living. If I have to live it myself to certain situations so I don't feel a certain pain or I'm not remembered of a certain trauma or I, I'm not faced with certain things that I should have been faced with before, then am I really living? Am I really getting past it? Like I said, the devil's been busy. Oh, he's been super busy, super busy. And, and I'm going to tell you, it takes a lot. It takes a lot because it's something I'm not used to. It's something that I I am not accustomed to that, that I normally would give into because I don't know how to deal with it. But see, that's the beauty about growth. Not only spiritually, but mentally. Because you start identifying the weakness and start finding ways to control it and fight it. Many things in the world, my mom always says that when the, the, the devil sees that you're trying to do right, that's when he gets upset and kicks up, cranks up the heat in a sense, right? To get his, get children or God's kids to mess up. And sometimes we can catch it and fight it. And sometimes we're just going to fall victim to it because he found that weakness. It's that left hook you don't see coming that's going to daze you and probably put you on the canvas. And you got 10 seconds to get back up and, and regain your, your composure. And if you let it and you don't protect yourself, then you're going to get knocked out because you're going to get hit again. But if you recognize it and you protect yourself, you have a chance of surviving around and seeing the next one. And that's what's happening now. And no, I'm not, again, I am very fine in my emotions, uh, very coherent. I'm just talking from the heart. I'm, le I'm letting you guys know what's going on with me. What made me get on this mic today is to tell you, listen, we cannot, we cannot give in to the negativity of the world and way, the way the devil works. And sometimes we have to come to terms and accept that we're not going to get answers to what we want. We might just get the answer to what we need. Not all hurt is bad hurt, just like not all pain is bad pain. I've been going to the gym. I've been sore. Yeah, it sucks. But guess what? That's just me, my body re healing, getting reaccustomed to muscles that I haven't used in a while, that I haven't even, you know, exercised in a while. So that's weakness leaving the body in a sense. Emotional pain, and it, that's a little harder to deal with than physical. But that doesn't mean that if you keep your faith where it needs to be and you surround yourself around positive people and you surround yourself with people who are going to give you and guide you the right way, then you, you'll be fine. And why do I say that? People. Because it takes a village, right? And we're not alone in this world. We're not meant to be alone in this world. Friendships come and go. A lot of different things happen. You don't want to go to the person that's bitter and asking for advice in a relationship, especially when they're bitter that their relationship didn't work and they're going to give you advice you don't want to hear or preferably that you don't need to hear. You know, you don't want to talk to the person that's going to encourage you to go out there and be unfaithful or, or 
have infidelity or have destructive behavior instead of having somebody's going to talk to your ear and say, listen, we need to do this. Don't do that. Put the bottle down. Rest. Listen. Don't be quick to react. It's okay to feel pain. If you got to cry, let it out. Focus on what the bigger picture is. What's the bigger assignment? And that's what you need when times like this happen. Because you see, I believe that the devil is going to put people in your way to stop you, deter you. Influences that you consider to be family and friends to deter you from the goal of staying in the righteous path and veer off. It's easier to take the path of doing wrong than it is the easier to take the path of doing right. Because doing right sometimes is the worst thing ever, right? Sometimes being right and doing right by someone is telling truth that you don't feel like you need to tell. Or that's hard for you to tell because you don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. But if you tell the truth, you're at least giving that person the right to know the truth and feel what they got to feel and make a decision on what they got to make a decision on. But sometimes we lie to the people we love because we don't want to hurt them. Sometimes we, like my wife says, sneaky behavior. We, 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 we delete things. We hide things. We, we, we don't say certain things. We omit parts of conversations because we don't want to hurt the person. And sometimes, like Buster Rhymes said, nobody wants to be a villain in their own story. Actually, Buster Rhymes didn't say that. I think it was Matt Hoffa on Drink Champs. Nobody wants to be a villain in their own story. So when you tell the story or you talk to your friends or you talking to your parents or you're talking to whoever, a lot of times we're going to tell the story that fits our narrative. That's going to fit the outcome to be what we want it to be. Again, want versus need. Do we want people to always tell us what we want to hear? Or do we want people to tell us what we need to hear? Do we want people to, to, to be the yes man in our life? The yes people, like, yes, Frank, you're right. Yes, Frank, she's wrong. Yes, Frank this. Yes, Frank that. Or do I need people in my life that's going to say, yo, hold up. You wrong. You wrong. She ain't right either, but you wrong. He ain't right either, but you wrong. Because you could have did boom, boom, boom. You could have handled it this way. You could have did that. You could have did different things. And that sometimes, it's not sometimes, all the time is what we need in our life. Because you see, again, it goes back to what the devil will do. The devil will put people in your life that's going to sway you to stay in the negative because misery loves company. Misery loves company. When a person is not happy, they want more people not to be happy around them so they're not alone. It's when you go to boot camp, they tell you, stay away from the negative people. The person that's sitting there complaining about everything under the sun and not trying to pass boot camp and be better because misery loves company. We're already all dealing with the same situation. Some of us are missing our families. Some of us are home away from home for the first time. We're in a new situation. The last thing you need is somebody to be feeding, planting them seeds of negativity in your mind to make you want to give up from what the goal is, which is graduate boot camp and have a great career. It's the same thing when you get to your first command, the negative Nancy. You don't want to be next to that person that hates the command and all they're going to do is bring you down. Oh, they won't let me rock my claws. They won't let me do this. They won't let me do that. And intent is, is because it's not that they won't, it's you're not doing what you're supposed to do. But 
the minute that one inkling of that bad seed falls in and we keep watering it with more negativity, it's going to grow into a rotted tree. And now you're in the same place as them. It's the same thing in life. I'm not saying that if you're married, you can't have single friends because I have single friends. What I'm saying is you have to be careful of those single friends because sometimes their best interest isn't your best interest. Their goals and their aspirations of what they want in life isn't yours. You already have what they're trying to get. You have the house. You have the, the husband or the wife. You have the children. You have the home. You have a family. You have a community. You have a sanctuary. Something that they don't have because that's what they're looking for. And as long as they can keep more people next to them, that's what they're going to do. It's, you know, my wife and I was talking and, and we prayed last night. After a crazy night, we prayed. We haven't prayed together in a long time. Long time. And as the head of the household, I take blame for that because I feel that that's something I can push. And it should only be now that we're having some issues or that I'm feeling a certain kind of way to bring Jesus into the picture and try to do it. No. Um, it is my form of strength. It's, it's where I'm finding healing. I'm, where I'm finding peace because I need to find it in order to be the man of this house and move forward. But we prayed together. And I, and I remember saying, Lord, protect us, guide us. Give us strength because we're being tested. We're being tried so hard right now. And let me tell you, son, I mean, he is winning. Okay. He is winning. He he's not hasn't won. But let's just say we're going into the half and we're down 10. You you need to have at this point in time when that is happening. Not only should you have people that you surround yourself with that are good friends, people that that are going to encourage, whether they believe in Christ or not, they're encouraging positivity. They want you to do better. They want you to do this. They're not pushing you to, hey, let's go drink and go to the club. Hey, let's do this. No, they're, they're saying, hey, you need to face this. Hey, you're wrong about this. Listen, girl, if 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 you was out here with us, you wouldn't like what you see. You know, um, a situation once happened. But my wife ended up at one club and I was at another club and I was upset. I was upset. And one of my boys' bags was like, yo, Frank, well, where she's at? Let's go there. The whole point of us tonight coming out was for all of us to be together. Let's go to where she's at. And I didn't listen to him. I didn't listen to him. I didn't go. Uh, my own personal stuff, you know, I just felt like, you know, whatever. Um, but that's what a friend does, right? Because I've had other friends in that situation that'd be like, nah, yo, F it, Frank. Forget her. Let's go find some other ones. And the old me, the weaker me, the me that didn't identify and realize what I was doing then, probably would have bought off on it because it's a good escape. It's a quick, I don't feel nothing. I'm, I'm flirting with a new woman or I'm getting attention or we're dancing or whatever. And it's distracting me. Distracting me from what I need to be focused on, which is my home, my family, and my my happiness. So you don't want that friend to, to you want the one that's going to tell you, hey, let's, let's move over here. Let's go. Let's motivate to this spot. Let's go where they're at. Let's spend time with them. Because that's the friend reminding you of what the bigger picture is. Right? My mom talks about the bigger picture all the time. And she's right. The bigger picture. 
I don't, um, again, this is not, this episode is not about me and my household only. It's about everything in life. What I've noticed, what I've seen, children not respecting parents, parents not being parents, uh, homes being destroyed, families breaking up, because guess what? It's easier to leave than it is to fight through something. It's easier to divorce than it is to stay together and let's work it. Back in the day, families that lasted this long, like my parents, I would use, divorce wasn't the option. It it could have been the last option, but it was always working together. A self-assessment of one's actions to help them understand what they could have did better to fix a situation or prevent a situation from going left. I'll give you an example. I told my wife, hey, I want you to come home after you check out your hotel. My wife decided to go to play, do yoga. She already bought the, the admittance. So she bought the ticket, so she went. But lack of communication made me feel like, oh, well, you don't respect me because you didn't tell me and you did what you wanted to do. There in that in lies many different things we could have did different. One is she could have communicated to me how she felt and what she was dealing with. And two, it's up to me to be understanding and, and, and support. Regardless of what I feel, sometimes you, not sometimes, all the time, you get more bees, more honey with bees than you do with crap. So we have to step out of our own emotions and feelings at times to give the other person a lead where they need. No matter what we're feeling, because you're dealing with people. And a lot of times the best way to reach someone is to make them feel heard and understood. Acknowledge, you empathize with them, you're giving them what they want or what they need, I should say, not what they want, to feel like they're being heard. And in turn, you're going to get what you want. So in closing, in life, we're not always going to hear what we want to hear. We're going to hear what we need to hear. And we have to make decisions based on the situation we're in, based on what we're facing as a whole. See, don't just look at your personal feelings. Don't look at how you're being affected. You have to look at everybody that's being affected. And if it's just a me and you conversation, what's happening that's got me feeling the way I feel? Right. Acknowledge the other person. Because it makes it easier for the person to want to talk to you. Hey, Frank, you know what? I, I, I understand how you feel. I didn't listen. I didn't do what you asked me to do. So I apologize. That's acknowledgement. That's accountability. Oh, you know, thank you. I appreciate that. So now my guard is, is down because I feel like you respect me. I feel like you, you're acknowledging my point. I feel heard. If that's That's the real way to do it. And then in turn, it makes me want to hear you. It makes me want to be more supportive. Like my wife like this says, hey, put the guns away. We're not fighting today. And it's true because now our guard is down. We're more receptive to certain things. 
and life is going to be what it is at that point in time. And lastly is, no matter if you believe in a higher power or not, people, evil forces, negative forces are constantly at work in our lives to keep us in a funk, to keep us from being successful, to keep us from reaching the highest levels that we can reach because they're going to throw different things at you, different things. Me, my retirement's in 70-something days. Well, my ceremony's in 70, 75 days. My retirement's, what, uh, 97 days away. Um, I have health, health issues going on, things in the house going on. And look, man, the, the devil, and I'm, I'm saying devil because I believe in God, is pounding more and more and more onto my plate. And I am telling you, if I was a weaker man, I would have gave in. Because one thing about evilness, negativeness, the devil, it's like ants. They find a way to get in, to get food to bring back to the nest. And once they penetrate that, once they find that way in, they flood it with an army of ants that some of them know the sacrifice, they're not going to make it back. But for the greater good, they do it. So that's how evil is. That's how that's how that the devil works. The minute he finds that one kink in your arm and he get in there, he's going to flood it with everything he has to stop you from being great, to stop things from taking place. So again, my friends and family, listeners, it was an impromptu uh episode. I hope you and take what I take away from what I what I meant as far as, you know, what you, sometimes you get what you need, not what you want. You hear what you need, not what you want. Uh, we're not always going to get the closure we want, but sometimes we get the closure we need. So this is Frank's Unsolicited Advice. Please subscribe, like, share with friends, family, comment if you think there's anything different, and stay tuned for the next episode.